now, we're back with another episode of Backstage with the EDM Assassins. I am Grant. I'm Janet. And I'm Nick. And we've had, uh, it's been a while, guys. We took a week off because you were a little under the weather. I was, I was bedridden. I haven't been that bad in a while. Oh, no. Yeah. It sucked. <laughs> but well, you're better now. Yeah, I was going to say, we're glad you're feeling better now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot better now. And uh, I think it was because I spent my time out with Zach's in Philly. You know, my my old body can't handle it no more. <laughs> I wasn't well, even drinking. It was just being out late. Yeah, we're, we're not as young as we once were. Speaking yeah. of not as young as we once were, Coachella was this weekend. So, did you catch anything from Coachella this weekend? <laughs> um, I, I have listened to some live sets. Uh, I also listen, I listen to live sets while I work out, so... Uh, did a little bit of a Lesso, a little bit of a DJ Snake, a little bit of um, Martin Solveig, who was my favorite from like EDC 2011 and 12. Um, I did not hear super shiny standout things, to be honest with you. I think Coachella's turned more into a fashion festival than anything else. I did look at a BuzzFeed list of who wore what. Well... I didn't go on BuzzFeed, but I saw that, like, Clint Eastwood was there. And I'm not sure Clint e- why was Clint Eastwood there, but Clint Eastwood was there. Because it's um, fun. Uh, every, uh, I, I mean, every celebrity in, under the under the Hollywood uh, was there, just about. Yeah. Anyone in um, L.A. with nothing better to do. Yeah. And, um, but I, DJ Snake, like, John Lushman said it when we were talking about Ultra, but DJ Snake killed it. I mean, I, I, I love his sets. At, at Coachella? Yeah. Now, I haven't seen it, and I did not listen to the entirety. I listened to the first chunk. I was not super impressed. What 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 impressed you about it? Um, he it Just his transitions to different songs and, you know, stuff that isn't... It, his stuff isn't like, you know, uh, uh, build up, build up, drop, build up, build up, drop. He, he worked a lot of different uh, tracks in, and... Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of you know just variety. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the variety that he provided. Nick, and, did you um, have any Coachella things? No, I mean I was at Euphoria. I heard everybody. Oh, <laughs> yeah, enjoyed. that's what we're talking about next. <laughs> I mean, I heard everybody enjoyed Coachella, and was it know, the I, same dates? Yeah, it was the same weekend. That's amazing. Where is Euphoria? It was in Austin, Texas. So how how did Austin treat you? It was good. It was a lot of fun. I. Had, I wasn't. I hadn't been to a festival since Paradiso really last year. Uh, Phoenix. I'm like a festival festival, like you know, multiple days camping. That whole, uh, the, uh, you know, the uh, whole uh, shebang. Uh, sorry, might be. Um, you camped? Yeah. Uh, we. Ah, just, I didn't even know it was a camping. Festival. Yeah, we I did. love camping. Did you like camping? Oh man, I loved it. It was amazing. I, my friend JT, who lives in Austin, originally was like, "Well, we shouldn't camp. I live like you know, 20 minutes from Carson Creek Ranch." why don't we just, you know, drive back to my house each night? And I was like, well, okay, you know, it makes it cheaper. That's fine. And as we got closer, Chad asked me, he was like, well, do you want camping passes? And I was like, you know what? Yes, I do. Because camping <laughs> is so much fun. I had it's a blast so much at Paradiso. So. Well, it makes a big difference in your experience oh, if you're camping, in my if, opinion. If we wouldn't have camped, I don't think I would have liked it very much. I have a question for you. Okay. No, tell me about how great camping was. Oh. Well, first one, then the other. Well, let me ask the question because uh, you know because it'll lead into the camping because it is about camping. Yeah. How how do you fly to somewhere <laughs> and and camp? Yeah. No, this is a, no. It's, serious, it's, it's I have this. It's a legitimate question. question. 
Um, what do you how mean? Does this how work? do you fly somewhere? You like, 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 kind you of don't, don't. Like, fly with all your gear. <laughs> no. So you know, use someone else has the gear. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what ended up happening is I told JT, I was like, well, I don't have any gear that I can bring because I'm not going to pay $500 to bring all my camping stuff. So yeah, you find the exactly. camping stuff. I will show up at the local, airport and we'll go. You need a local with the camping stuff. Do you, like, do you, do you reciprocate, like, a ticket or, like, I don't well, uh, you know? I mean, I paid for, you know, a lot of the food. Like, we had to go buy food and I paid for most of the food and... I ended up buying like a cooler and a sleeping bag for him that he ca- ended up keeping, which is fine. I mean, we're friends. I'm sure I'll see it again. Yeah. Okay. So that, that was my that was my question because like you know, uh, there's a lot of camping festivals coming up, and we're getting invited to different things and we're getting press pass to different things. And mystery land, mystery land, please yeah, let me come we, mystery we, land. We applied. We applied today. We also applied for EDC New York and EDC Vegas. Uh, but um. I just didn't know how camping worked. Like, and then there's Dance Fest-topia. I want to do cool. that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got you hooked up. I will go um, to all the things. Yeah, but, um, I really but I like mean... to interview Dylan Francis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that was the first thing I put on for Mr. Did you like, include my video? <laughs> oh, shit. I should have done that. Maybe. Um, no, but um, talk about, more about, like, you know, euphoria Who'd you and the see? camping. What'd you do? Tell yeah. us all the things. So we got there at, like... I don't know, two or three o'clock and, you know, the camping lines, there were two lines, one for ret- people like who had already checked in and gone to like set up camp. And then one for all the people that were just coming in and both lines were ridiculously long. And so we like kind of just threw everything down and waited in line. And I realized that at the camping entrance, cause there were two different entrances at the camping entrance, um, I couldn't get my press credentials because they didn't have them. And so oh, I, ended no. up, I ended up taking my friend's car to go around to the other entrance to like pick him up. And I went over there, picked him up and came back while they waited in line. And so I had, I ended up with four wristbands, five wristbands actually. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> a media, a camping, a photo pass, and then the one for being 21. And then uh, they ended up handing out a so commemorative many wristband. wristbands. I had six total. Commemorative. Are they? Are they That's like? That's ridiculous. Like That's the craziest thing. There were three. Ever. There were three paper ones and two cloth ones. Uh, okay. That's you had six on your hand. Yeah, it was. I, did you take a picture right of that? Because that's hilarious. I should have. I know. I have like. I have all of them still. But yeah, it was crazy. But we waited in line, and they finally realized that, like, they were check. Like they had to check everybody's stuff to make sure we weren't bringing in like glass bottles and. You know all that kind yeah. of stuff, but how, it was taking forever. So, Basically, I mean, they checked your, they checked everybody that before us really thoroughly, opening everything, pulling everything out. But it just oh, was taking so long that by the time they got to us, they were just like, "Do you have any glass? Do you have any drugs?" And they'd patch your bags and just go. <laughs> so I mean, and that's you how get, everyone. I ends can't up on feel LSD. an AK-47 through here, so you're good to go. I, I mean, like you know, at that point we were all kind of pissed off, so we didn't really want to talk to them or deal of with them. Of course not. I know and how so, it goes. like once we got in, it, camping seemed like they overbooked it, which I wasn't a huge fan of. It kind, I mean, it had rained and they brought in a ton of mulch. They overbooked oh, the camping smells. site. It felt like they did so, because so there was like no room. And so they ended up like we were walking around with all of our crap and some guy drove by on like an ATV and he was like, well, we're opening a bunch of room up near the front, like go get it now because, you know, we can't open all of it. And so we ended up getting a pretty good spot. And, they put uh, mulch down? Yeah, yeah to help like dry it out. Wait, are you talking about mulch like, like wood chip mulch? Yeah, like or wood like, chip. Or okay. like, uh, all I can picture is cow shit everywhere. No, honey, that's manure. It's two different things. <laughs> 
What a city boy. That's a country girl thing to know. Yeah, no, it was wood mold. Um, I mean, it wasn't bad. It's they... just wood chips, Grant. It doesn't smell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know the difference. <laughs> we set He's up... city con- boy. It's concrete and water here. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's I know, Nick. Here. I know. It was Yeehaw. fun. I mean, we set up all of our stuff, and I had... I, I mean... <laughs> I was basically like, you guys set up your crap because I'm going to go see base physics at 545. And I just took my camera and I walked off while they were setting up. <laughs> I That's felt, what you got to do. You guys handle it. I'm good. You I got mean, a job to do. I Bye. felt bad. They, I mean, they knew why I was going. I, I, know, I wanted but like, to see Luke listen, and AP so bad. And your friends but, are your friends and they'll get it. Yeah. I mean, we had the whole weekend and they understood. But yeah, so I just kind of walked off and I was like, well, I'll, you know, I'll be back later. And... It was so nice being able to camp and just like go into the festival. And I went and caught uh, base physics is set um, at the amphitheater, which is right by the water, like a river. And it was good. Their set was great. I there was like no pit, so I went up right, you know, ten feet from them, taking pictures. And did you say it was right next to the river? Yeah, there's a river that runs right near oh, it. Oh, that sounds pretty. I have I have pictures of it that um, I'll put in a gallery when I post my review. But, yeah, we gotta set that up. Oh yeah, I, I, I have so many pictures. Oh my gosh, I had a thousand pictures, which yeah, uh, that means you did a good job. <laughs> well, I mean, sort of, or it means that I took a lot of really bad pictures. And <laughs> well, you know, if I <laughs> which learned is what anything ended up from my intro to photography class, you take twenty pictures and you're lucky to have one or two. Yeah, I, that's kind of how it ended up. At the moment, I'm like sitting at like four hundred and fifty. And a lot of them aren't great, but they'll, you know, if that's all I had, they'll be okay. But there's some really good ones. And, oh, uh, my gosh. But, I like, the whole weekend was just Friday night was fun. You know, we went and saw Adventure Club, Tritonal, and Black Tiger Sex Machine. How all... was Adventure Club? Yeah, they dropped Zax's track. I feel Zax? like. Zax? Yeah. Uh, better Off Alone. Yeah. Um, I I remember hearing it, but I can't pick it out of like all the songs that I, they played that I enjoyed, but their set was really good. They had some sound issues, um, which they, Oh my God. What kind of sound issues? This sounds scandalous. No, it was like the sound was like cutting in and out and it was pissing. I could see it pissing them off. Cause I was in the pit and Did I could they s- say anything. No, but they, you could just see them talking to each other and they were talking to like one of their stage managers. But, uh, I mean, they got it resolved, but I went back out into the crowd after my 15 minutes in the pit, and we were, I was still pretty close. But I enjoyed their set. They played a lot of the songs that I like. Um, I ended up leaving at one point to go. I don't remember who I went and checked out. Somebody else I went to see right before the end of Adventure Club, but I think they played Crave You after I left, which kind of bums me out because I love that song. But their set was really good. Tritona was great because it was a hometown crowd. Oh, that must have been awesome. Yeah, I got a bunch of really good pictures from right up front from Tritonal. And I didn't really realize this, but Black Tiger Sex Machine has never played in the U.S. until they played Euphoria. What? Yeah. You didn't realize that? That's, they posted something about it. It was like their first time in the U.S. and it was great. Oh, man. And you got to witness it. Their set was incredible. It was so you- much fun. Like I didn't wear earplugs the first night. Black tiger sex machine. Yeah, they wear tiger helmets. Why? What? What made it so fun? Um, like the energy. They were just. They were really into it, and their music was like really loud, and it was really bass heavy, but it was so much fun. It it really echoed in the tent. Like not echoed, but it. You know the sound in the tent was really good. And I was so close. Like the bass was just so heavy in my ears that I ended up needing earplugs for the rest of the two days because it was. I wore them basically all the time just because it was so much. 
Dude, Never. if you're way up front, I'm like a soft chord now. Like, I remember Mystery Land last year. Like, Dylan, my love Dylan, was playing the boat with Flostradamus. It was Dillstradamus, and we were like at the back. And I was like, this is still too loud. Like, it's still too loud for me. Um, so I'm like the first one to put in earplugs now. Just like I love it so much. It's too loud. I gotta, I gotta invest in these earplugs, cause dude, I'll, I will shove napkins in my ears. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm not. Why not? You know, it works. Well, I'd rather get, uh, you know, actual earplugs. Yeah, see, I'm <laughs> I mean, a cheap yeah. motherfucker, and I'm like, you shove these napkins in your ears, and they're free, and they work. Yeah, I mean, it was, it wasn't bad. My ears survived, but JT gave me some of his really nice ones that I borrowed for the rest of the weekend, and they were great. But. uh it was the first night was fun. We like we like hung out. They had this like big marshmallow thing in the campground, and it was basically just a dance floor and a DJ. And they played until 4 a.m. every night, which the first night we didn't really go hang out in there. Um, I don't remember what we did after we got back from Adventure Club. We kind of just hung out with some of our neighbors. Uh, we made really good friends with like a group, like two groups of them. And how, how was that? Like, you know, I, I mean, that, oh, it was yeah, amazing. Explain that to, a little bit more to me. Oh, like your the camping neighbors will like, I mean, like what do you do? <laughs> you you kind of just sit around and talk for the most part. I mean, you'll listen to music or, you know, maybe somebody has some game board game or like cards they brought. Usually you just talk, but you just kind of get to know people around you. Most people were from Texas, somewhere in Texas. And, um, you know, then they'd talk to you, you know, talking to me was interesting because i was you know i'm not from texas so i didn't understand it and you know everybody's super interested to hear about red rocks and colorado and where you're from and you know who you're here with how you got to know each other and you just you end up you know you walk around camp and everyone's really friendly i mean for the most part there's always you know a there's always gonna be some loners but i'm i'm glad to hear that it was like good vibes oh yeah it, it was for the most part i mean people would come by and they'd say hi and you know we basically at festivals we all kind of turn into super friendly happy people just because as you should i mean that is the fun. name of the game i mean you know you make an impression on people and really are you going to ever see them again maybe not maybe so not but let's all well just make, smile and dance yeah, together you might right as well now. make a good impression on people and so it was a it's lot of fun lovely. we hung out with um, two like two different groups of our neighbors a bunch just almost all weekend you know talking with them sitting by their tent um, in chairs just chatting it Love up it. it was it was so much fun that's I mean, awesome yeah it was Saturday night was fun too uh, seeing pretty lights was great even though it sounded like he had some sound issues too although I heard later that Derek might have not been under you know might have been under the influence of quite a lot of alcohol. Uh, he looked. How did you hear that? I mean, he looked pretty. I don't know, not bad, but he just. I mean, he enjoyed it clearly. But listen, if they look drunk, they look drunk. Oh yeah, he definitely was. If it smells like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's like a duck, it's probably a duck. It probably is a duck. <laughs> um, we have some Twitter questions. Uh, first Twitter question: favorite new song like popular now? Uh, I said. I think that Major Lazer's Lean On, I did not expect it to be so fucking great, and I think it's I really, really like it great, too. So, huh? New favorite song? Oh, oh crap! I forget what it's called. It's the new Cascade song. Uh, Never sleep alone. Yeah, never sleep alone. I am digging the vibes out of that track. I have to say, my aside from Lean On, I have to say Jaws's Feel the Volume. 
They, pl- oh. they played Ooh, it. I haven't heard that one oh, yet. It really oh, good. The, it's really the drop that everybody plays, but it's really good. Even the entire song, it, I mean, it just it covers an entire spectrum of music, and it's really not... fun when they play it live. Okay, not... you got to link me that so I can check it out. Another good one, actually a couple of them, are Valentino Khan has been dropping banger after banger lately. Deep Down Low, uh, Break Your Neck, and uh, Middle Finger Up. I haven't heard any of these. God, I've been we've been working so hard on this finishing the Trillium EP. I have really stopped listening to things because we've been Man, finishing if the there EP. was a website out there that posts these songs. Well, if you ever tagged me in one of these tweets. I don't I mean I don't talk anyone besides the artist. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Huh. Well, you listen, you're you're tweeting right now. T- put, tag me in a thing and I'll I'm, check it out. I'm not even tweeting. You're not but, tweeting. Um, you just favorited one. Anyhow. I favorited it, but I'm not tweeting. Um, uh, no. I'm not tweeting. How is the EP, by the way? You you sent us a song, and uh, I got to check it, and I was really loving it, and I thought Nick was going to write it, something about it. I wish I could <laughs> have. A, I mean, I'll tell you about the rest of my you weekend, wish what? and you'll see why I'm so tired. <laughs> It's so uh, busy. Listen. What have you been up to, Nick? Not sleeping. Why? Don't you should sleep, Nick. No, no, no. We are concerned for your well being. Uh, did yeah. you guys see that whole thing that was happening? What do you mean? No. So Saturday night after Pretty Lights and Lane Eight, because Lane Eight helped close Saturday night with Pretty Lights, we went back to the marshmallow dance thing, and we just Wait, marshmallow was there. No, it's like oh. it, it was like a bouncy house basically. It was inflatable. Oh. I don't know. It looked like a marshmallow. And fun love marshmallows yeah you can't, you can't go wrong with some mellows no it looked it looked like it but we were like dancing and having fun and running around the camp just talking to people and like staying up really late and it was like five o'clock when we were finally like settling down and i was like well it's five o'clock i'm not gonna sleep this is pointless i'm gonna just stay up and so good i had idea number one okay no, it was a good idea and so i kept and then walking. what happened we like stayed up me and my friend jt we walked around and so we were counting how long we had been up and at that point it was like not to, it, oh. was, it was close to 24 hours. This is when you were tweeting at me then. Yeah, and I was just, yeah. And so I was like, well, I can't go to sleep during the day because I'll never wake up. So I stayed up all Sunday. And by the time we had gotten back from Big Gigantic and uh, R.L. Grime, it was like 2 in the morning. And it was like, well, I have to leave camp by 4. So I'm going to just stay up. And so I stayed up through the plane ride Jesus home. Jesus Christ. I stayed up when my mom picked me up through work and school and then up until 11 that night. So I'd stayed up for 62 and a half hours. <laughs> Nick! Nick! No wonder you feel awful. Oh, oh I don't my feel God. awful. Take, I feel... beat my record by 11 take, hours. I feel take... fine now. Oh, my Holy God. Hell. Take care of yourself. I sound like your mom. I'm, yeah. Sound, What's really funny I don't even is, sound like Wendy your mom. I sound like Janet. That's my, mom was, my mom was just like, really, Nick? And I was like, what? There was no reason to go to sleep. We need Wendy here now, to see, tell you to go I to sleep. Now, see, I feel a reason to go to sleep most nights around 3 or 4 a.m. <laughs> no, ma- I think I've only stayed up more than 24 hours one time in my life and I crashed at about 8.30 a.m. I just do not have the battery power. I think I run too hot. Do you know what I mean? Like I, when I'm awake, I'm like super, super awake and then it's four and I'm done. You know well, what I mean? It was quits. like, it, it was fine like during the day when I was busy, but it was like just the, the last moments of like sitting there just waiting around and like we were busy almost all night and it rained really hard while we were like cleaning up and the ride to the airport was fine. Sitting in the airport wasn't too bad. 
um, I was like super, like at that point I just had so much energy cause I passed the point of being tired. And so I like had a, a ton of energy and I was just sitting in the airport at four 30, five o'clock in the morning, just like dancing. And people were looking at me funny because I had so much energy and the plane ride was hard, but I wrote the push the button article on the airplane, which I was, that turned out really well. Yeah. I wrote that on the plane. A lot of good feedback. Yeah. I wrote that in basically one take on the plane and like the, the person I wrote about Ruby, she was great. She was one of the people that camped with us and like she just we were talking about it and she was like oh yeah i pushed the button this one time you know in dallas and <laughs> nonchalantly she's she, like, that's yeah. what she said but she like threw her head back and she laughed and i was just like i have to write about this like that's i didn't need to hear anything else about it and so i wrote it <laughs> I, I don't need details i didn't i mean you can ask her we've talked about it a bunch that's all i heard from her about it and that's what i wrote that article was straight just from her giving me that look and telling me that she pushed the button and i was just i knew it was like perfect but it's Monday was pretty hard. I crashed really hard at 11. Yeah. I, but I, like, I slept until 7 and I woke up and I was fine. Like, I don't feel sick. I, there's a couple people from Euphoria that are sick and I'm not. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> well, that's not uncommon. When I went to yeah. Coachella and then when I went to EDC 2011, I got sick afterwards. I think it's, I mean, you're in there with so many people and public bathrooms and all the things. Anyway, now yeah. I'm super careful about it, but I don't think it's unnormal to cu- get a cold after a music festival. I mean, I got sick after I'm schmacked. And you went I- to I'm schmacked? Tell me about I'm schmacked. Oh, yeah. So I went to I'm schmacked in Philly. I hit them up and they're like, yeah, come on by. And uh, I got, they gave me tickets to what is like their all-star VIP type deal, which is essentially you yeah, stand next to the stage sure. And according to online, you're supposed to people pay like $150 for these seats, yeah. right? And yeah. there's nothing special about it. Yeah. And my friend, within 10 minutes, gets thrown out of the vent. How do you get thrown out? So my friend I Max about is about <laughs> is about like six foot four, right? And so we're in front of like where the you know how there's like gates and like you can't go past the gate to the front of the stage. Well, he's standing in front of the gate because that's where our area was. Some guy starts grabbing on him trying to, like, knock him down and stuff. So my friend, being the South Philly kid he is, he turns around and tries to swing at the kid. And uh, by doing that, the security did not like him very much and threw him right out. So. Wow. I mean, yeah, you know, know, he was being choked, and, you know, he doesn't like being choked. There was a nice Somehow your version of the story sounds a little abridged. (laughs) I wish <laughs> no. Like, I, wish, I, I wish it was like there was like we were drunk. He was, you know, they were taunting each other. It wasn't. I really that literally is the exact story and exactly what happened. Uh, I love you. I think it might have been. If I was telling this story, I'm sure there would be more levels to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise you. We we didn't even. I was sober. We were both sober. Um. I just got a tweet that says, thoughts on new Dylan song with Calvin Harris. And I tried to find it today on the interwebs, and I couldn't find the whole thing. I just found, like, a pr- like a weird preview. like a- Yeah, it's a teaser. Yeah, it's that's all I think yet. they posted. Yeah. No, what, was dro- what dropped was the Kygo Yeah, uh, which I've heard is really good. I haven't heard it. It is yet. really good. And Dylan did not like that very much because well, it's supposed to be on his EP. Yeah, listen, I... I... I understand working with people via email via like you people talk to my people talk to now we hung out once now you do a thing and then you're like wait 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 
I fully understand how that works and I fully understand how that could have happened. And Dylan tweeted like, hey, next time you toss out like uh, USB, USB make sure my shit's not on it. And then he deleted it right afterwards. Listen, I think Kaigo was just like, I'm going to do this shit. I'm at Coachella. And then he wasn't thinking. Like, so, besides my friend getting thrown out, right, I forgot to mention this. I'm Schmack never told anyone who the lineup was until, like, last second. So, when I got there, girls were telling me how excited they were for Diplo. <laughs> Diplo, I mean, I only know this because I, I followed the Snapchat, was in, like, L.A. at the time. Wait, did they tell them that Diplo was there? Apparently, now I don't, I can't confirm this because I couldn't find it, is when they tweeted out the event, they tweeted all these different artists, you know, like uh, Diplo, and then like I think Victor Neglia was t- uh, tweeted at, and different people, and like, but and then on the on the ticket site, it did not say any artist. It said artist to be announced, and last second they announced, hey, Zach's gonna be there, but there was nothing like, you know, talking about Zach's when he performed until like last second. And I was just like, oh, people really are just going to go for the Amschmack late brand. And that's, incre- you know, incredible that they have that strong of a brand pool that no one's going to go for the artist. They're just going to go because it's Amschmacked. And I, I mean, I understand why people go crazy. They have this big tour bus and, you know, they go all around the country and filming parties and, and there's inflatables and there's alcohol and drugs and it's college and, you know, recklessness. And it's fun. I mean, they Listen. were a lot of fun. Listen, I'm not about that scene. I'm not about inflatables. I'm not about that just fluff scene. I'm not. I'm not. And I I don't... uh, I'm not excited either about a company that maybe blasts out artists that are just, like, tagged on Twitter and not actually coming, and we're never actually coming. I think that's all kind of bullshit, so... (laughs) I wonder why you don't like that company very much. Anyway... The only reason I truly went, though, is for Zach's. And, you know, for... He apparently had, like, a... Um, he, he was a little flustered in, at one point because, like, he, he screwed up. But it showed that he was live. And I really... I mean, his set, he really he really killed it. For being 17, there's a reason why Tiesto's management picked him up. And there's a reason why, you know, he's doing what he's doing. He really thoroughly impressed me. How he handled the crowd, how he played the songs, transitioned... His choices of tracks, his own music—I mean, phenomenal job. And then afterwards, I got to spend time with him and his uh, friends and his dad. That's cool. Yeah, his dad—I did not, you know—his dad's like a big Russian dude, and I'm like, holy hell, did not see this one coming from like left field. And his two friends were like really Russian, and they were like they drank all of his vodka, so they're really drunk and. They're talking like six different languages, and it was re- it was wild, you know, just hanging out with those guys. I mean, he he was he was very nice and a very polite kid. You know, his friends were a little bit wild, but like you know, I I can't blame them because they're just having fun. And it was re- it was really nice to you know get to know him and get to talk to him a little bit and you know hang out. And he recognized me because I got that you know custom uh, hat I made. So that was really I mean it was truly truly a fun time. Hopefully. He'll be able to come to the Borgata with Tiesto, and it's a little bit more local and a little bit more organized. Organized. Maybe <laughs> the, the company would have something to do with organized. You want to go on a tangent? This is going to be your tangent for the episode. <laughs> no, I'm done having my tangent. I don't want to publicly. 
be pissed Blast. off at this company. But um, I another. Think I think I've been passively aggressively pissed off at this company for enough. I mean, I don't blame you though. So besides, you know, um, you know, Amishwag and Euphoria, what are you guys looking forward to coming up besides Coachella this weekend? Well, I'm not going to Coachella, but uh, Mysteryland well, I mean, if yeah, we get press passes. All our text messages have been about for like the last three days is, have you done the Mysteryland app yet? Mysteryland, Mysteryland, Mysteryland. I went last year and it was fucking amazing. I would love to go this year and write about it for EDM Assassin. I would make my so, life. What what made it amazing? I mean, if you, if you don't mind me well, asking. I, again, I like to go A-game or no game at all. This is how I play. I don't want to go to a fucking inflatables. You know what I'm saying? I want to go for something that feels real, that they've got their hands on the vibe, that they've got, like, their fingers on the pulse of, like, what this thing is at the very base core of what we're talking about. When they, when it feels like the festivals that I used to go to back in 09 or 2010 before it, like, super blew up. So Mystery Land's first year was last year, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is going to be the shit. I kind of felt like they scheduled it the same weekend as EDC New York. And and so that like yeah, it's it would split weekend. the crowd a little bit. Um, so it felt like the people at the, at the Mysteryland party were like, this is where the good shit's going to be. Listen, I love the scale. My number one favorite thing about that festival was the scale. It felt intimate. It felt personal. It wasn't oversized, which I love sometimes how big these things can feel. But then again, you're like, there's 300,000 people here. I feel a little lost. Mystery Land felt small. It felt like a small town. It was great. Uh, My second favorite thing about Mystery Land was it was a community. This was not like you go to massive festivals and you'll get into the crowd and you're like, whoa, it's so again, it might have it's it's directly related to the scale, but like you could wander around and you could like interact with the art and you could interact with the fe- the vendors and you could interact with the they had these kind of like interactive art installations that were amazing and like the stages weren't too big. It has to do with the scale, but uh, they had really built it to be interactive and built it to be tangible, not just visible. Like you could touch these things. Um, and my number three favorite thing about Mystery Land was there were. I love. I love big. I love Coachella. I love how big artists get big opportunities. But like my favorite thing about Mystery Land was the Dia de los Muertos stage. This. This. Um. I. I couldn't even tell you which artist was playing when. It was literally the size of my apartment in New York. It was so small. But they were playing this incredible like worldly house music. It just never ended. And my friends and I would leave the. Um, Uh, like this Day of the Dead themed stage and we'd go to the main stage and we'd come right back to this one small stage and we just kept looping back to it like hour after hour because the vibe was so amazing. And now I want to go back and make sure that they can do it again this year. (laughs) I'm really missing out. Jesus. I haven't gone to any festival like these. No, I can't. I can't do Memorial Weekend Festival. Oh, right. I'm hoping. Memorial Day weekend is my weekend that I throw parties at home with family and friends. And well, then get my... me tickets to Mysteryland and I'll write the fuck out of it. She can I... go to Mysteryland and I'll go to Sunset in Florida. And uh, hopefully, Tim, our other editor, can go to EDC, New York, and uh, the Wisconsin EDM family can go to Audio by the Bay for us or Grid Life. Uh, is it, Grid Life is not Memorial Day weekend? No, it's the next weekend. Never mind. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then we have uh, Dylan and Nate taking over Grid Life. Yeah. Man, we got a lot coming up. Oh, my Lord. And we have the new look coming up. Oh, right. Yeah. And we like, we what, have the new five look, days, Janet. Four days? Five days? Yeah. As long as everything goes smoothly, I don't see why not. Everything's been going smoothly so far. Everybody, we can take a new look. Your it's website like, is? Yeah, the le- website's getting a new look. It's to best describe it to people who I haven't shared it to. It's the site right now, but on roids. <laughs> Dope. Can't wait. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm really excited because you guys go to these major festivals. I'm going to a small festival. I'm going to Beach Glow. Small ones are fun. Beach Glow. I like one. small ones better, dude. I want, Come to Beach Glow with me, Janet. When's Beach Glow? June 27th. That's totes possible. It's in Atlantic City. I have never been to Atlantic City. We got to get you to Atlantic City. You're going to come, come visit. We got Project 46. We got Vice Tone. Gazoo's coming back. Dane Kunkel, who's, who's the head of um, Beach Glow, he founded it, is performing again. I get to meet Almond. Unfortunately, he's 20, not 21. But uh, Speaker of the House from Philly. I'm, I'm really excited for this festival because they're really doing something big. And they even announced the Do you have the main yet. guy's contact info? Yeah. Because we should get Trillium on the lineup. I can definitely pass over or pass along the stuff. Yeah, pass o- pass over, pass along, whatever you got to do. Whatever, yeah, whatever. I'll definitely pass it to you. Uh, um, but uh, this festival is looking crazy, and it, it I've been and I went to, uh, like I said, I've been to concerts in Atlantic City before, on the beach. They were huge. I mean, these got these things were like twenty blocks long, so. I mean, I don't think it's going to be as big because those were like 50,000 people. But a fourth of that is would be incredible. You know, on the beach, you got the best music. And then right afterwards, you can hit a club up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see anything better than that. And, and that's what I'm looking And then at the end of uh, August, you got Electric Adventure, which they haven't announced their lineup yet. But those guys are, are hitting me up already. And, you know, they're, they're excited and I'm excited and... There's so many good vibes, and we got festival season and full, you know, full route. And do you guys realize we're like 39 days until Memorial Day weekend? That's 39 days to EDC New York. That's 39 days to Mystery Land. We're 65 days from EDC and like 89 days from Global Dance here in Colorado. Like this, this is coming quickly. I don't know what to do myself because, like, you know, we're trying to we're trying to make you know waves here, and we're doing waves. We got to get some custom custom clothes to tell. So when Nick goes out, Nick, Nick, what? did people reckon? You meet you meet you met people at Euphoria. You didn't mention them. How come you did not mention them? Because oh, I met I met a bunch of people. So okay, well I'll tell a couple of the stories because some of them are really funny. Um, so the very first day of Euphoria, um, I met. So I went up to I was doing shooting in the pit at Black Tiger Sex Machine. And I was trying to get shots um, from right in front of them, trying to get all three of them in it. And so I stood up with my back to the crowd and I felt somebody grab my arm and I freaked out because I knew that there was nobody, like I didn't know anybody who was going to be there yet. And I freaked out because, you know, I didn't expect to, anybody to grab me. <laughs> and I turned around and she, the, the person who grabbed me, um, her name is Charlie, but she grabbed me and she was like, you're Nick, right? And I was like, uh, wait, what? wait, 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 like, wait, 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 time out. This random girl grabs well, I, you. Yeah, I mean, she was like, you're Nick, right? And I was like, yes. She's like, 
you you're from Twitter, right? Like this is your phone number, and she like puts her phone towards me, and it was my phone number. Hold on, so it's somebody I know from Twitter. I just didn't expect her to recognize me that way. Like I knew she was coming to Euphoria and everything. Yeah, like right there. That's yeah, and we had planned to meet up. I just didn't think she'd recognize me. And I was like, how the hell did you recognize me? Like I turned around taking pictures. She's like, oh well, it's your tattoos. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Your math tattoos. <laughs> no, she did. That's how That's she how recognized she got me. You? Yeah, because I was standing in front of her and I had a tank top on. <laughs> the chances of you doing that? It was, I love it. it Listen, was that's it how was, shit works. It was like crazy. magic. Magic flows at these things. It was so fun. And then uh, did she help you get the good pick? I mean, yeah, I got pictures of her. I was in the pit, so I got no. no I mean, did she help you get that good? Th- all three of them in there. Oh yeah, I mean, I got a bunch of them, but. Um, <laughs> No, it, so that was cool. I met uh, on Twitter Plurizard. Yeah, his name is How Ad- was that? his name is Adrian. Um, so I was with a couple people. Part of the, some of the people that camped near us. One of them, Ruby. Um, she's Anjuna Ruby on Twitter, but she was like, because I have a Charizard mask and I have a Charizard tattoo as well. Um, but she was like, Last you have to meet Adrian. He'll love that. You know, you have to meet well, him. I was telling you how to meet him. Yeah, and I knew I did. But, you know, I didn't expect – I didn't know when I was going to see him. I was going to tweet him at some point and just see if we can meet up. But we were standing in the unearthed tent, and I, like, looked over, and I, like, pointed. I, like, tapped Ruby, and I was like, hey, isn't that Adrian? Because he had his big uh, perler on that's his, you know, avatar on Twitter. And I was like, isn't that Adrian? And she ran over there to him, and I me- I met him, and he's a, he's a really nice guy, uh, super relaxed and just, you know, all about just hanging out and having fun. Uh, it, it was great. He was so funny, and – I sh- I, one of the pictures I posted yesterday was me like creeping on him because I saw him like kind of far away, and so I wanted to take like kind of a candid picture of him, and so that's what I was doing. Yeah, and then he walked up to me and he's like, "You know, I could have just stopped while you took the picture." And I was like, "No, this is better. It's fine." <laughs> um, so that was fun. I didn't get a. I didn't end up getting to meet AP and Luke from Base Physics uh, after their set. There something something about their hotel and their manager. Um, and we were texting back and forth a little bit, but he texted me the next day and he's like, I'm really sorry that, you know, we couldn't meet up. I, you know, I wanted to, we just stuff happened and it wasn't a huge deal. I, you know, I figured they were busy, but, uh, I didn't get to do an interview with son squabby. I was kind of bummed. Um, it was, you know, it was just an unfortunate timing. They were, I don't know if they went to the media tent, but I never heard from them. I did finally meet Chad and Karen, uh, they're both great they were super helpful uh, you know they just you know anything you needed they basically were gonna try and do um i met uh, all the photographers i met were super nice you know they were all professional and they knew what they were doing and i was just holding a camera and i knew how to make it zoom and make it unzoom. And point and click. <laughs> pretty much and i knew how to turn off the flash <laughs> that's basically all i knew about the whole so wait, entire ordeal. You, when you get a photo pass, you get 15 minutes to take pictures. That's it? It depends on the It, it depends festival. on the festival. The blanket photography policy at Euphoria was you get to shoot three songs or 15 minutes of the beginning of each set. Yeah, the, whichever. Fascinating. Um, from the pit. You could shoot the rest of it from wherever you wanted, just not in the pit. Um, unless the artist gave you permission, which I didn't get permission from any of the artists. Um, Interesting. What was cool was that you didn't need to be in the pit for one of the, um, for the Dragonfly Amphitheater because there wasn't one. It was mm. just you could get as close as the stage would let you, and that was literally 15 feet from the decks and the artists. So I have mm. pictures of like Lane Eight and Base Physics from like 10 feet away, that are great. Dope. 
Yeah. Um, what I found out from talking with one of the photographers is that a thousand pictures is a lot of pictures to take in a three-day weekend. Um, and it was quite the chore to go through a thousand pictures and delete. I ended up deleting close to 600. Yeah, but that's not, I mean, to me, that's not unheard of. No, and I didn't know what, I'm, I don't know really what I'm doing. So I just, I took pictures of everything and anything I could just because, you know, it was fun. Um, I, my, one of my favorite things was meeting EDX. Uh, he is an incredibly nice guy. He is super talented. Um, his set was really, it was like not future house. It was kind of deep house, future house vibes. Um, the crowd was really small cause he played at like six o'clock in the afternoon, but it was a really good set. It was a lot of fun. We kind of just talked. We went back behind the tent and he talked with me for about 10 minutes. Um, but he's super experienced and, you know, we really laid back and his manager and, uh, he, they were just both super nice about it. They were just accommodating whatever we needed. And so uh, that was a great interview. It I mean, it was 10 minutes, but yeah, hey, it, it was, was great. It was a really, it, I got to, you know, listen to it. Yeah. I mean, it was 10 minutes, but it was, you know, it was cool to get the insight of somebody who's been around the scene for, he said 20 years and you know, his music has evolved a lot and I liked his set a lot. It was fun. Dope. Listen, gentlemen, we have uh, neared the end of our time today. Huh. <laughs> I'm supposed to say, oh, I'm supposed to say follow. Follow us um, on all of the things. Follow on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. I get, We got a lot of likes lately. I just want to point that out. Dope. I'm loving it. Love those uh, likes. More people are liking the page, which, you know, it gives me a notification on my Facebook. So I think, like, people are like, friendly towards me, and it's actually they're liking the page. So that's really cool. It really just makes me feel like I have no friends, but it's really cool. <laughs> um, follow us on Twitter. Uh, I love interacting with everybody and making jokes and having fun. Uh, if you have Google+, Plus, which is like the three people that I hope are listening has Google+, Plus, uh, I don't even know what you do on Google+. Plus, so there's that. Uh, Tumblr, I think. Sure. And that's it. But uh, next week, we will be talking about all the wild things, and hopefully we have some new things to share with the site. Yeah. It's up. My Euphoria review should be out this weekend. I have millions of pictures to go through and figure out which ones I want on there. But yeah, that also and read that Above and Beyond article just because it's... Yeah, oh, God. If you, yeah, definitely check out the Push the Button article. It's yeah. magical. It gave a little bit of a tear and a little bit of uh, goosebumps to me. Yeah, Ruby told me that she cried when she read it, and I really felt bad because I didn't uh, want to make her cry. But Yeah, God. Now I got to read it. Okay. Love you all. <laughs> hey, Janet, one question. What? When's that EP going to be out? When we finish it, bitches. Okay. What? <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. When we, so gonna... You said, when's the EP coming out? And I said, when we finish it, bitches. Oh, I didn't oh. hear that. Oh. Sass, holy cow! Yeah, yeah, I know. Jeez. Guys, I bring nothing but sass ever. Come on. All right, so I'm gonna get. I got a kistle, two okay. kistles. Kiss. God, I, you all steal my thing. Come on, we can all kistle. It. It's fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>